What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Okay, you know, like at camps and stuff like this, you take the ball out. You ain't getting the ball back. <laughs> like, you the last one up the court. They already did their thing. So I stopped there, and I just got into a rhythm and started hooping. The Lakers should sign Trey Young this summer. They got to kind of start preparing for, like, if LeBron's last year is this year or next year, whenever it is. And I feel like a uh, pick and roll with AD and a guy like Trey Young would be deadly. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. Every pass, shot, and dribble is immediately consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, blood, and tears, real legacies. Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year their year? You already know when and where to find these moments of unscripted, pure entertainment. Don't miss one minute of the action. Tune into the NBA playoffs on ESPN and ABC. Got my PrevNAR 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk. Get vaccinated, but, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't give Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. Welcome to All The Smoke, a production of The Black Effect and Our Heart Radio, in partnership with Showtime. Welcome back to All the Smoke. First in-person interview of 2022. 2022, Jack, my brother. How are you? You looking real rich today. Man, hey, you got me rich, so it's Ooh, your fault. That boy right there. Man, we got one of the best young talents in the league. Uh, unfortunately, been sidelined for a little bit, but uh, man, hopefully he's back soon, man. Welcome to the show, Jamal Murray. Appreciate it, man. Thanks for having Appreciate me. you, bro. What's Thank up, you for coming boss? through. Appreciate you being here. <clears throat> Was whooping Jack's ass earlier in Call of Duty. Yeah, I'm, still trying, easy money. I'm, I'm still putting bandages on right now for all the <laughs> knives he threw at my face. <laughs> this motherfucker was beating Jack with, in, a, in a gun game with a knife. <laughs> Throwing a knife to a gunfight. Still, <laughs> still one. Anyway, man, happy new year. Man, let's get right to it. Uh, ACL injury. How has the how since you went down, how's life been? Kind of basketball for the first time for an extended amount of time has been taken away from you. How's how how has your world been since? It's been different. Um, definitely a change. So many different emotions. So many things. It's my first you know, major injury that's kept me sidelined like this. Um, seeing your team out there, you know, not being that competitive spirit, never having, you know, you go to the gym, locking in, you have a routine. You know, I can kind of step away from my routine right now and, and not do whatever, but I got to have the mental capacity to um, be in a competitive mode. So I've just been chilling, working my ass off. Um, every morning, go to rehab, 
um, take care of myself, try to find a new routine, try to come back with a new spirit for, for when the time comes. What have you learned um, about yourself in this process? Again, first time kind of being away from basketball due to a major injury. What have you learned about yourself? Nothing in specific. You learn a lot of things. When you take a step back, you see things from a different perspective. Um, when, like when you're in the game, you know, mm-hmm. when you're in a play, um, I always compare things to basketball. When, when you're in a play, uh, you might not see the help. You might not see what was actually going on. But when you step back and look at film, it's like, okay, this is how it's going. So I kind of have like a bigger picture of everything, of how I want to come back, of, of how our team is built, of how the league is, of how the league is changing. And I'm just taking all those things into consideration for when I come back and just, like I said, come back with a new life and a new spirit. Speaking of coming back, everyone who's going to watch this shit wants to know, when is that going to happen? <laughs> I'm too far to tell, honestly. Um I was supposed to start doing contact around this time, uh, coming up soon, so that'll be exciting. But um, too far to tell, I haven't started playing one-on-one yet, so. Process, man. Go. Yeah, I know, slow, Kill yourself. slow. Kill yourself. You, you, know, you feel like you're ready for contact? I mean, yeah, I, for sure. But, you know, if I do something, I'm sore for the next yeah, three days, so it's hard, to, it's hard to gauge, you know, right. what's coming up. Well, yeah. I mean, th- I think what's beautiful is obviously we've come so far in medicine, and ACL used to be a major injury. It's not a major injury anymore, per se, because the success rate after it is. But, you know, we just got a chance to see Clay come back, um, Alpha and ACL and Achilles. We saw K- KD come back and lead the league in scoring off an Achilles, mm-hmm. you know. So I'm excited, especially, too, because you're younger than both those guys. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So as long as you stick with the process, man, and make sure you're fully healthy before you come back, man, we're definitely excited to, as fans, man, see you out there rocking, man, because you really, I feel like in the last two, two and a half years, like really put yourself on the map, man, and, and, and kind of be taken down in the midst of that. I know that's got to be hard, yeah. but it's also making you hungry. Mm-hmm. How hard has it been to see... You know, like I said, the game is so mental. How hard has it been just kind of having to be around it and watch it and, you know, know that, you know, you guys lose some close games where you would have been there and it would have been a whole other story? Few. Oh, man. <laughs> Plenty. <laughs> um, it's, it's it's stressful at times. Um, I actually went to Canada for, like, the, the holidays for, like, five, six days just to get away from it mm-hmm. just because it's different when you're, you know, like I said, in, in Denver all the time and watching the routine and the grind of the season, but... When you're not playing, it's a totally different story. And it's, it sucks to watch, not watch that, but to watch that every day and go to practice and have to be in that environment all the time. So it was good for me to go home and, and take a break. And um, looking forward to All-Star break. I get to go home again, see my fam. Clear your mind. Yes, yeah. sir. What has your rehab and process look like? Six days a week, seven days, seven out of eight days. Um, going in the morning, a lot of lifting, a lot of quad work. Um, just trying to gauge my pain with how much I can do. Um, obviously not rushing nothing, but uh, just trying to get a feel for my body, um, feel for it again, and make sure it's it's comfortable doing stuff that it uh, used to do. You were just in the gym doing a gym doing a windmill dunk. Okay, you see me out here. Mm-hmm. I was okay. sore for like seventy two hours after that. But. <laughs> you <feel> like, <laughs> so you are getting a little spurts where you feel like your yeah. own self. Yeah, so like I'll have like four good days of good lifting and good you know good tendon. Um, uh, what's it called? Tenant routine, mm-hmm. and you know, for those next few days, I'm like, okay, I'm good. Like, I can basically play. Um, and I'll go do a, a dunk or two, and then mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm right. laid up playing Kyle with my leg up some ice. You know, is it your knee or everything around it, or I just it's just like it's simple stuff is difficult. Like okay. you know, going up the stairs, I got to be conscious about going down the stairs. I'm right. conscious about because I've been so conscious about it for so long. Mm-hmm. So it's just those little things, the little reminders that always keep me off balance. Because some days I'm like, yo, I can't run up the stairs. Really? I'm trying to take the trash out, man. So I'm yeah. trying to right. just trying to get up there. And um, yeah, I like to give our fans kind of that, you know, that look inside of like you said, things you take for granted. Yeah, you know, coming back stuff. off of it, right? The easy stuff. Yeah. <clears throat> 
Thoughts on your current team and Coach Malone. How you feel about your uh, team this year? I think we've done really well, all things considered. Um, we have so many guys out. Um, injuries, COVID, I'm out. Um, it's just been tough. It's been a tough year. That's um, a big that's a big chunk right there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm out. Yeah. The different one, sometimes when me and Yoko out there, I feel like we have a chance to win Every against game. anybody. Yeah. 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 Hell yeah. Y'all proved it, it. it. Explain the difference between him when you met him to now. The same guy. Same guy? S- same guy. Um, goofy, funny. <laughs> um, he's just gotten so much more comfortable playing at the pace that he wants to, and he's, he's shown that year after year. Um, and I still think he's the best as he has to come. He just sees the game at a, at a different level than everybody. Yeah, I, I can tell he liked to live life. I seen a video of him twerking. Man, you got I don't any know. funny you stories? Gotta, you got to ask him about that one. I don't know. I, don't know that <laughs> <laughs> I saw that too. I was like, what? <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> But he's, I mean, he to me, he's one of those unique talents. You know, you would look at him and think, okay. Yeah. But then when he gets out there and plays, I mean, there's he, there's no holes in this game. When you guard him, you don't know what you're going to get either. Right. You don't know if he's going to post up, package. spin, pass, look you off. That at is, his own pace, though. He always at his own yeah, pace. Yeah, always. Sick, yeah. And he got two, brother, two brothers that are with the shit, too. Yeah, they're with the shit. Two brothers is with the shit. But, uh, <laughs> hey, everybody with the shit, though. Until the shit come. Yeah, you know what I mean? <laughs> hey. Every, everybody with the shit until shit come. Talk about your upbringing um, in, in Ontario. Uh, your dad was an athlete. Um, where did you develop your love for sports, in particular basketball? Um, I was always very competitive. I think that's where it starts um, with basketball, with track, my two main sports. Love basketball from, from a young end. I was playing since before I could walk, and that's, I just carried that with me. I would go and... Um, you know, just go across the street after I'd done my schoolwork and just play for like six hours, seven hours on the concrete court on double rims. Mm. And that was just like my home to me. That was like my hobby. It was my only hobby. And uh, I just took that and run with it. Mm-hmm. You could swish on the double rim. You got a jimmy. Man. Mm-hmm. Man. <laughs> <laughs> and in the winter, too, I'd be in the snow as well. <laughs> no, 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 no. I hate the cold, man. So fuck that. I don't like the cold. I'm just used to it. Yeah, I feel you. Talk to us about when mental kung fu... Um, means to your father instilled that to you. Can you speak? Because obviously so much of this game is mental. Mm-hmm. Obviously you're going through a physical injury, but it wears on you mental. What is mental kung fu? And just durability mentally to be able to go through whatever you're going through, um, not to rely on others. Um, know how to rely on yourself. I do a lot of meditation um, before games and uh, when I wake up in the morning or when I'm going through something, I just like take time to myself and be able to be honest with myself. I take it as a time to look in the mirror and be like honest with myself, stuff I want to accomplish, how well I've done, how bad I've done, um, and just move forward from that moment. I like that. I like that. Mental Kung Fu. I didn't put some mental Kung Fu on some motherfuckers before in my life. Male or female? Both. <laughs> okay. Both. I didn't finesse a couple niggas out some bags. <laughs> There's some women out there on there. Yeah, you're right. My bad. Uh, <laughs> who are some of the people you idolized uh, growing up and some of the people you modeled, may have modeled your game after? I've always tried to create my own name, um, especially coming from Canada. You got all these guys with the YouTube mixes and the highlight tapes. I always wanted, wanted to create one for myself. Mm-hmm. And that was one of the reasons why I picked number 27, because nobody has Different. 27. Mm-hmm. Um, so now when I see little kids and stuff with a number, it brings me back. Um, but I used to watch a lot of Jordan, obviously. Um, Vince. Vince was my favorite player growing up. And I'll always love D. Rose from afar. Mm. His game, the way he gets to the rim, um, his explosiveness, A lot his of pace. similarities in your game. Yeah. June 24th, 2015, you committed to Kentucky to go play for John Calipari. What was that recruiting process like? It was cool. Uh, I, I was getting a lot of schools, but 
Uh, my dad said there was still one or two schools that I hadn't got yet, and Kentucky was one of them. Mm-hmm. And that's how I knew that I was on a, a scale that I needed to be at. Um, the other schools, the other school I was going to go to was Oregon. I was actually leaning towards Oregon, but it was just too far. And for coming from Canada, I didn't want to be away from my fam for the first year. So mm-hmm. Kentucky was the easiest choice. What other schools that was recruiting you besides Oregon and Kentucky? Missouri, I mean, Syracuse, Michigan, all the all the mains. All the top schools. Yeah. yeah. Were you surprised at all how easy the college-level uh, college game was and it came to you? That was my first time playing the two. So I was playing the one all the way up into college, and then we had Tyler Ulis, uh, Zay Briscoe, and so I was the only shooter out of them. Shout so. out Zay. I was the only shooter out of them, so um, I saw the two. I didn't really handle the ball like that, um, but I wasn't surprised at all. I was just going strictly off jump shooting for the most part. Mm-hmm. In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. When the NBA championship is on the line, every pass, every shot, and every dribble is immediately, undeniably consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, real blood, and real tears. Trust me, I know what it takes to bring home a championship ring. The regular season is tough, but these games are a completely different level. Now is the time when legacies are made. The best team will bring home the Larry O'Brien Trophy, and add their name to basketball history. Will we see a battle between marquee franchises, or will we see a new champion crowned? Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year their year? These are the moments of unscripted, pure entertainment that only happen on the hardwood. You've waited all season for this. It's time to take it to the next level. Don't miss one minute of the action. Tune into the NBA playoffs on ESPN and ABC. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what so. I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. It offers flexible spending capacity that adapts to your business. You can also earn up to $395 in annual statement credits on eligible purchases at select business merchants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. 2016 7th overall pick to Denver. Uh, what was your first thought going there? No, I didn't know nothing about Denver. I know nothing about Denver. I didn't do no interview for them. I didn't work out for them. I worked out for four teams. And once I, once I went past those four teams on draft night, I was like, oh, man. I don't know where, I don't know who I'm going with, I don't know where I'm going. Who did you work out for? I worked out for Boston, New Orleans, uh, Minnesota, and Phoenix. 
Mm-hmm. So it went Ingram. It went, oh no, my bad. It went Simmons. It went Ingram, Jalen Brown, Dragon Bender, Chris Dunn, Buddy Heald, and then me. What'd you think? Damn, I feel sorry. <laughs> Whoever was general managers back then, man. I they know y'all slapping this. Oh, probably not man. The, they probably not the same. Yeah, he probably at home. Yeah, for the, a job. the general managers are probably not the same. <laughs> Facts. Yes, yes. Yeah. Uh, any funny stories um, about draft night? Funny stories? Nah. I don't think nothing I have crazy happened. No, nah, nothing nice, crazy cool, happened. Nice, cool, calm night. <clears throat> I'm a fan with me. It was pretty chill. So. Yeah. I mean, speaking of your family, how proud of you was your family, and particularly your father that night? Uh, they was proud, but uh, we knew that it was just the first step in, in what I wanted to, to do and accomplish. So it wasn't like the end goal. It wasn't, that wasn't that I made a moment for me. You know, it was, I still have more to do for, go. before I get there, yeah. Your daddy didn't hit you with that. I told you, boy. You to Kung Fu. I told you. I told you that's all you need to have. You go there. <laughs> oh, yeah, some of that for sure. Yeah, yeah. he was lying. He was right. lying. Definitely a big factor. Two-part question. Welcome to the NBA moment. And then toughest opponent to date. Welcome to the NBA moment. I got a few, man. I got a few. Talk talk to us about them. Well, I didn't. I missed my first 17 shots, which is almost a record coming into the league. So five games later, I made a shot. Mm. Um, That was kind of a welcome to the NBA because I was like my first real doubt where I was like, damn, like Mm. nothing is going away. Not just one or two games, but like nothing is going going down for me. Another time was when Mike Conley whooped me. Uh, he had like 25 and 15 on splitting pick and rolls and mm-hmm. finishing floaters. It was like, I'm like, yeah, I can't hang with this guy. <laughs> um, Drew Holiday picking my pocket seven times in one game. Oof. Few of them. That's a welcome. <laughs> but you got to get used to that pace, though. Yeah, yeah no, for sure. In Tennessee, I, I didn't know what any of them wanted to do. But you know, with all due respect to those players he mentioned, it's not the superstar. I mean, you know what the superstars do, but everybody can really, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, people wouldn't think, like, Mike Conley was a killer. Drew yes. Holiday is one of the best two-way, but it's, you know what I mean? It's just like, people don't know about that. you think of Steph and LeBron and KD, but like, everybody. Mm-hmm. You got to mm-hmm. be ready for everybody. Talking about how difficult and, and learning to pace your rookie year, what best did you uh, lean on? Drew Arthur, um, mm-hmm. Jameer Nelson. Those are my ill will. Uh, ill will. Yeah, uh, I played those... with me here in Orlando. Good little midget. Yeah. Will Chandler? <laughs> yeah. That's my guy. <laughs> will Shout Chandler. out to Ill Will. Yeah. We had a squad, though. It was, my rookie year was me, Mike Miller, Jameer, DA, Ill Will, Gallo, and somebody else I'm missing, Kenneth. So we had really? a little How did he just fall off the face of the earth? Well, I don't know. He's been working to get back in the league. That's my Muslim brother. I, I, I don't know. He can help some team with his athleticism and his energy. You know what I'm saying? He can help somebody. Ugh. He knows Ro. Yeah, yeah man. Ro well. You got to the Rising Stars Challenge and All-Star Weekend and went and won MVP of that game. Do you feel like that was when you really started to for everybody to realize you seriously and you here to stay? I mean, I, I, I didn't take that... That serious? Uh, yeah, I always took those games serious, but... It wasn't a surprise to me because when I went to Jordan Brand, I won MVP. When I went to Hoop Summit, I won MVP. Mm-hmm. When I went to any BioSteel in Canada, I won MVP. So, like, I was always, I've always showed up for those events. Right. Um, so, it was just cool to put that on, like, on the, on the biggest stage I've been in. So, you come to play in those type of games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm known for, I'm known for the bright lights, mm-hmm. playing the bright lights. Me too. Me too. Any other uh, memorable moments from All-Star? Just that game. Um, I think after, after that game, I was out. Um, I've always wanted to be in the three-point contest, though. Mm-hmm. I always want to do that. So that's coming. That's coming, for sure. 
That's coming. Uh, so after not making the playoffs, 18-19, you guys finally make the playoffs. Uh, what's that feeling like personally, and what was the vibe like uh, with that team? It was fun. Um, we didn't really know what we were getting ourselves into, and we never heard the crowd mm. get like that. Rock. So I remember uh played the Spurs game one, and we're at home. Uh, <laughs> they win the tip. Crowd is loud, is crazy. They try to throw the ball in the post, I think, to Aldridge. And I, I steal it off the ball. My man threw the ball, and I try to steal it. As soon as I steal it, I ran up the court from, like, the logo and just pulled straight backboard. I was like, <laughs> 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 we were just all excited just to be there, yeah, you know? Fucking energy, boy. Adrenaline, adrenaline, see adrenaline every time. kicked in, yeah. They shit, they shit right the backboard. <laughs> from the logo, too. <laughs> yeah, this shit was from deep. You try to start this shit off with a bang. But yeah. just good to be there, though. Yeah, no, it was feeling. just fun to be there, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, the second round, you guys had a historic uh, game with the Trailblazers, quadruple overtime. Mm. Um, talk about that battle. That was fun. That was fun going toe-to-toe with uh, Damon CJ. Um, that was like our first real test. Um, San Antonio was a test, but we felt like we were battling. Portland, uh, they had a little more experience, and um, they had some killers on the team. The triple overtime game was crazy. You guys watched that one? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, that was crazy. Yeah. Um, it was up and down the whole series, but we know we get them. If we get them now, we yeah, know what really? to do. Yeah, we know what yeah. to do with them. Yeah, it was just your LC is going down. Yeah, we was just young. We was just young. That's all it was. After Game Six, you spoke up and got emotional in the post-game interview where you addressed racial injustice as well as honoring George Floyd, which I appreciate. Appreciate my brother. Yes, sir. And Breonna Taylor. As each of their pictures were on your shoes, I think I told, I think I texted yeah, you, you yeah. or DM'd yeah. you and told you I appreciate yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. What was your uh, thought process when all that was going on, and uh, to to think to do to put that on your shoes? I had those shoes for for a while actually, um, or I planned on getting them done a while ago before that game, and I just want only I only wanted to bring them out when when I needed them. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't want to just you know wear them whenever. Um, and that was always on my mind because it was universal. It's a very common thing, um, racism. And we were in there for a reason. Mm-hmm. Not just because of COVID, but they wanted to use basketball as a distraction. Mm-hmm. And those shoes were a way of me keeping myself locked in. And I just I just used that. I just went off off that. I said, you had a 50 ball in those. Oh, yeah. I had 42 in them the game before. Game four, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just saw, like, once I had that good game, it was like, okay, these these, these mean something mm-hmm. where they take something out of me to, you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, I just went with that. And after the game, you know, we won the game, and there were so many different motions because you're winning, you need to think about the next one, but mm-hmm. I couldn't get past that. I couldn't get past the why I was I was there, you know? So uh, that really resonated with me, and, and everything after that was just pure. It, it was dope. It's, it's some family members from George Floyd and Breonna Taylor that probably never see you, mm-hmm. but I guarantee you they want, they wish they could tell you and hug you and tell you you appreciate that, bro. Yes, you know what I mean? Because, you know, a lot of people see what's going on, but those people really dealing with pain. That's real tears, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. To see somebody on the level you at, mm-hmm. to, you know what I'm saying, to stand up for their children, mm-hmm. I mean, a lot, bro. A lot of people yeah. don't understand how big that was. Yeah. How, how you doing from... I'm good, man. You know, I, my, I doing what I said I was going to do. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And take care of his daughter and her mom. And their lives have changed. And at the end of the day, bro, I didn't know what I was doing the whole time. We talk mm-hmm. about it all the time. But when it's your real pain, you just leave with yeah. your heart. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Let things fall where they may. After the powerful moment, you got you uh, you go on to play the Clippers where you fall, where you fall from a 3-1 death to a 3-1 deficit. Did, did you think I was going to be able to come back from that? Absolutely. 
from the moment we went down 3-0 and we was kind of like joking about it like oh, let's do it again but like mm. we really had to do it and um, just doing it would definitely give you the confidence that yeah, we can do it yeah. again oh yeah because no one expected the first one right mm -hmm. so the second one was like okay you can't you can't count these guys out anymore um, then another side they ain't coming back with 3-1 again yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> obviously because it's never been done <laughs> right yeah. right. but you know when you're watching the regular season and you used to watch guys like Jordan one thing my dad said about Jordan was like even if they're down in the game you still watch the whole game because there's always a chance that Mike or is going to bring it back or the Bulls mm -hmm. can come back from a game same with Kobe yeah and so my once but it's just that stuck with me when my dad said that and I always wanted to carry that when I'm in the game so like mm -hmm. you know I'm known for having those bursts of 15 20 points just cuz I believe in what we can do um so that really resonated with me and I just wanted to keep that uh keep that going and that powered me and empowered me to take a 3-1 In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. When the NBA championship is on the line, every pass, every shot, and every dribble is immediately, undeniably consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, real blood, and real tears. Trust me, I know what it takes to bring home a championship ring. The regular season is tough, but these games are a completely different level. Now is the time when legacies are made. The best team will bring home the Larry O'Brien Trophy, and add their name to basketball history. Will we see a battle between marquee franchises, or will we see a new champion crowned? Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year their year? These are the moments of unscripted, pure entertainment that only happen on the hardwood. You've waited all season for this. It's time to take it to the next level. Don't miss one minute of the action. Tune into the NBA playoffs on ESPN and ABC. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one -on -one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one -on -one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. It offers flexible spending capacity that adapts to your business. You can also earn up to $395 in annual statement credits on eligible purchases at select business merchants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. Your first Western Conference Finals ever <clears throat> in the bubble. How was that? It was cool. We lost, so it wasn't... <laughs> <laughs> I don't really like to speak on it because we lost. Um, but the, I'm telling you what, you what you did miss, and we know. The home and away crowds, being in another arena. Yeah, I that's a that. different feeling. Yeah, as I you miss know. that. I miss that. Yeah. It was in the bubble. It was just kind of like pick up from at best out of seven. AU. Uh, yeah. 
my hamstring tightened up in the yeah. game before uh, the game for game five. Uh, that day it was just wear and tear, tired, um, body was exhausted. There was there was a stat I was playing. I was taking up for four minutes of that game, and we were minus eighteen in my four minutes. That was on the bench. So it was just like those things were like it's it was real. Like yeah, you had to be out there. Had to be out there. <laughs> guys were guys were locked in on the other side. But I mean, that's mentally draining too to come back from three or excuse me two, two three yeah. one down. Like you know, what I mean, you're back against the wall every single game. That's mm-hmm. mentally and physically exhausting. <clears throat> in the bubble. So yeah, right. And then so you get into the Western Finals versus the Lakers, and you guys feel like you guys just kind of ran out of gas. Yeah, we just got exhausted. <clears throat> just got tired. Um, but it was cool. It was still cool to be there. Something that the team and organization hadn't done in a while, but we just not enough uh, enough gas in the tank. Yeah. You dropped 50 in the 2021-2021 season without attempting dropped. free uh, 36. 50 is 43. Huh? 43. 43. A couple times. A couple times, though. Okay. 50, though? 50 balls. Without attempting a free throw. Only player oh, in NBA history to achieve that. <laughs> Boy, I still uh, go to the line? No, nah, I need to. Once I get here, I'm once I get here, once it's locked in, it's over. Yeah. What was it like that game? Because I mean, you had you know obviously historic back and forth with Donovan Mm -hmm. Mitchell. You guys dropped 50 in the same game, but what's it like being in that kind of zone? It's a feeling like no other. That was the first time we had fans in the arena from back from COVID, and just that energy just got to me. Um, I had the other fans cheering for for us in in Cleveland, um, which was cool. (laughs) But I mean. It's different. I, I think I was like, I was 21 for 25. So I missed four shots the entire game mm. with no free throws. Like it mm. was just, I'm just hitting everything. Um, it was a lot of fun. I say, that's once, his own. Once it gets here. Once I get here, I'm straight. It doesn't matter where I am. In April, unfortunately, you go down with an uh, ACL versus the Warriors. Uh, was it something immediate? You spoke a little bit. You said off before, you said you had a hernia. Yeah, bilateral hernia. Bilateral. He said that yeah. was a monster. That was her. it. Was it wasn't long? It was just hurt a lot. Uh huh. So when you when you you know when you made the move, did you know it was something bad? For the most part, yeah. Because when I went down, there's nothing I could think of. But else, like I just let go of the ball and I just dropped down mm. my leg. Um, and I was I was in pain. It was in a lot of pain. It was it was really hot. My leg was on fire. Mm. Coach comes over. Um, and it's like eerie silent in the gym. There's no fans, right? So it was like eerie silent. You heard the ref call for a medic. Like it was just not a good spot to be in. Um, and then as soon as I sat up, I'm like, let me see if I can stand up and finish the game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like we down seven. I'm thinking about winning the game with a torn mm-hmm. ACL. Mm-hmm. Um, but so yeah, as you put weight on it. Was like no sir. No, no, I couldn't do anything. I couldn't put no weight on it. It was, it was on fire. When I say like like a barbecue, like mm-hmm. on top of your leg. Like mm-hmm. it was. Um, and then they told me the news. Um, so it's probably going to be ACL. Then I got the MRI right after that. I started my journey back, man. I look back. I still watch it now, and I'm like, okay, I know where I want to be. I know where I'm going. I know the work that's taken to get me to this point now. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just looking forward to coming back and come back with a different life. going to take a step back uh, for a second. Uh, first day of free agency, um, you receive a max deal, five years, 170. What did that mean to you um, and all the hard work you've put in to uh, be given a max contract? I just, uh, I just live I mean, besides my being rich as fuck now. I know. Oh, I just, like I said. thousands of dollars and a banana cognac, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. 
that just solidified like my family. I don't really, I don't really look at money like that already. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty humble guy. When I go, when I go home, I actually sleep on an air mattress mm, okay. to keep my my mental to know okay. where I'm coming from. I and I got it. a little brother that's watching me as well, and mm-hmm. I don't want him to see that you know we can keep get hungry. You can get whatever you want, but you you don't take it because of why. And that's like because there's certain things you have to learn and go through, and I'm trying to teach him, and at the same time teach myself. Um, that money isn't everything. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if I didn't have any of it, I'd still be the same person I am today. Right. So that's why I look at it, honestly, from the heart. But um, obviously, I'm straight. I can do what I want. Um, I'm solidified as one of the best scorers in the game. Um, and it's only going up for me from there. I just, mm-hmm. that just, when I see those names like Katie and Steph, I want to put my name mm. next to them as well. Talk you know? to them. So. Um, other than your team, do you follow teams, players? Certain players. Yeah, because um, you active on Twitter when doing games and, and, and <laughs> after games, you active that. on yeah, Twitter. I forgot yeah. about that. Am I allowed to do that? Oh, yeah, know. absolutely. But, yeah, you're allowed to do that. I, I love mean, it. I, I, I said that this year the one game I'm not going to miss is Clay's game, and mm-hmm. I went back at halftime and just watched Clay's like first five minutes, his first, and um, everybody was rooting yeah, for him. Yeah, it's just goosebumps watching that because you know, you know, he's been out for. Two and a half years. Man, but he's, but this like, right. two of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Without getting to play, like, you don't have that, comp- you forget what it's like to be in that competitive mode. Like, you really miss that. Um, so I just fell for him, and it was really nice to watch him, watch him play again. You have to have the game taken from you. Well, at first you have to understand and love the game like we love it. But to have it taken from you is a different thing. Yeah. I, I didn't have it taken from me because of no injury mm-hmm. on some dumb shit. But just to not be able to do what you love they, people don't understand how hard that mm-hmm, is, man. Mm-hmm. If like I don't know what else to what else to do. Like that season is this, the whole season, eight months, nine months is all about basketball and routine and mm-hmm. taking care of your body and hooping and being locked in. Like now it's like, man, I can I can eat a chicken burger and I, I ain't gotta <laughs> worry about it. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Right. But I'm just joking. But like, it's really gets like that. We don't have to lock in. I don't have to go to the gym with a focused mentality. I'm just there busting jokes and stuff, and I miss mm-hmm. being in that. Mood where mm-hmm. I'm a different person, where I'm, I'm I'm locked in, you know. Mm-hmm. Talk about these players: um, Kevin Durant, Steph Curry. I've always I've always had Steph as a, as a target, as a goal. Um, Good one. In in college, I think I was two threes away from tying his freshman record, and. Now I'm how many threes away from it? <laughs> <laughs> a little distance yeah, between, yeah, right? You got some time. Yeah, you got some yeah. time. But like he's still, that's like, yeah. that's the target. That's you know? the measuring I've, point, yeah. I've, I've shown that I can keep up in a way. Mm-hmm. Now it's just for me to, now it's on me to see how much I love the game and, and take it to that level. Mm-hmm. You know, I just put it on me. But mm-hmm. KD, I've been watching a lot of KD. Just like it's, we're talking about his pace. Now I can just catch the ball on the elbow and he ain't got a dribble. He can get a shot whenever mm-hmm. and get to his spot. Um, that's That was like the, the tips I'm trying to, take back when I come back is, you know, get the ball in the post and, and like, Jokic not have to move and just see the game yeah. at a different level. Um, that's where I'm trying to get to and, and striving for. Um, so that, those kind of things I pick away from those guys. Mm-hmm. You going to start posting up more? Oh, yeah. Got to. Move my own. Trying to move my own pace when I come back for sure. Yeah. 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 I think I think Steve Smith told me um, your game had changed when you start posting up because I was a big guard mm-hmm. at the two spot and it definitely changed. It opened up a lot for me, but I could see you really taking advantage of a lot of guards, especially in the West on that block for sure. Mm-hmm. Even guys like, uh, that's why I said like watching Brandon Roy because mm-hmm. he was just bigger. You yeah. take guys in the post and shoot that mid-range, Gilbert Arenas, um, and at the same time be able to play like, like Derrick Rose, get yeah. into the rim mm-hmm. and be acrobatic. 
normally you don't get to reflect on you know what you've accomplished or or been in when you're playing. You've kind of got to step away from the game, unfortunately, because of an injury. But what have you, you know, looking back on this journey, what has it been like so far? Learning experience. Um, everything happens for a reason. Obviously, what I like to be playing, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I wouldn't have learned the stuff I've learned if I if I wasn't out. Mm-hmm. Just about myself. Um, been going to church more. Um, that's a personal one. Uh, looking things at a different light, meditating more. Mm-hmm. Um talking to my brother more, just things I didn't get to do while I was playing or didn't focus on, I'm focusing on now. Um, so just kind of looking at me, myself, and I off the court more. I feel it. <clears throat> what do you want your fans to know when you're back, who you're going to be? Because um, like you said, obviously this took you to, through a growing experience uh, mentally and physically, but type of player you feel like you're going to be when you come back? Rejuvenated, I think is the word for it. Um, skills gonna be there. Shooting touch is gonna be there. The kid in the candy though. Yeah, I'm just gonna be. I'm gonna be, uh, I'm gonna be like a rookie out there. I'm gonna be. Mm-hmm. The game's moving fast. I'm probably gonna shoot a half court shot and just hit the straight backboard yeah, just because okay. I can. You know, it's like just it, just because I can. Yeah, just because I can. <laughs> <laughs> so I heard you're a gamer. Uh, what, what kind of games you grew Man, up? Man, we uh, so we don't have to talk about this. Up, we can skip this segment. What kind of uh, games you grew up playing? Shit, we just said mm-hmm. he sent me to the Lord ten times. What you doing? Throwing knives? <laughs> I had one game where I least he killed him four times. Shit, that's because I was playing around, bro. Yeah, you was using knives at a gunfight. We sell you bottle caps. That was funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what the fuck that shit was? <laughs> um, I play a lot of two K. Um, Use yourself or other players? Uh, myself every time. Okay. Every time. Just me. ISO. That's it. Uh, <laughs> ISO every play. ISO. Bar me and Yoke. That's it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I I play Fortnite because I got a little brother. So okay. I, I got to stay I gotta mm-hmm. stay sharp sometimes for him because he likes to talk too. Yeah, just like me. talk his little shit. That ain't um, nothing but kitty call, uh, call of Duty. That's all it nah, is. Nah, This kitty Call of Duty. I know, but it's... If you play it and you see like the building and stuff, like yeah. them guys take it real serious. Oh, it's crazy. Especially as a kid, you know, your brain yeah. went different. Um, Fortnite, COD, 2K, uh, Super Smash Bros. Just download Mortal Kombat. Um, I play everything, man. I love just like Super gaming. Smash Bros. You know what Super Smash Bros. is? No. Like, like Link and Zelda and Bowser. Oh and yeah, Pikachu. yeah, I know Zelda. Yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. okay, okay. You turn me Kirby, on. Now. Okay. You know, okay. It's a throwback name in all those characters. Yeah, Zelda. I remember Zelda. <laughs> I remember Zelda. And that's a wrap. Jamal Murray, All the Smoke. You can catch us on Showtime Basketball YouTube and the iHeart platform, Black Effects. This is All the Smoke, a production of the Black Effect and iHeart Radio in partnership with Showtime. In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. Every pass, shot, and dribble is immediately consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, blood, and tears, real legacies. Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year their year? You already know when and where to find these moments of unscripted, pure entertainment. Don't miss one minute of the action. Tune into the NBA playoffs on ESPN and ABC. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Got my Prevna 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk? Get vaccinated. But, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't give Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine.